Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. Checking elsewhere around North Dakota, Devil's Lake and the big water of Lakes Kakuya in particular, Anglers continue enjoying fair-to-good walleye success on Devil's Lake. Try bottom bouncers and spinners with night crawlers trolling 18 to 24 feet for those walleye with continued fair-to-good success throughout the lake. Pipe stem and Jamestown reservoirs are producing some crappie and walleye. Mix up your bait of choice and you'll probably catch something. Lake Ashtabula is also offering nice panfish activity. Work shallower water for crappie and bluegill, and anglers will appreciate that some of the perch have now grown up to be more keeper-sized. Out west, the Missouri River around Bismarck-Mandan continues to be a haven for recreational boating, with fishing activity generally further north or south. In the Washburn area, there's some success, but walleye are a little inconsistent. Up on the tail race, there's more signs of walleye activity with fair-to-good numbers from boats during the day. They're working around the spillway channel. Anglers are finding a lot of small walleye with some catfish mixed in. Also try crankbaits off the rocks at night, but it's slower from shore during the day. Up on Lake Sakakawea, the east end is still producing walleye, but anglers will want to work a variety of depths. It seems the fish are moving around a bit more. Mix up those depths, anywhere from shallow to down to 30 feet, and try a variety of presentation. The most consistent success seems to be from Indian Hills west to deep water bay and into the Van Hook Arm in the midsection of the lake. Water continues to clear farther west as well, with some more walleye showing up as far west as Hofflin Island. That's east of Williston. Try the morning hours working a variety of depths along the north shore, that's with slow death hooks and heavy bottom bouncers and leeches around the Indian Hills area, while spinners or lindy rigs and night crawlers are working in the Van Hook Arm. There's also some success starting on crankbaits working in deeper water. Farther west on Sakakawea, crankbaits are producing bigger walleye, but anglers are still getting fish using spinners or jigs with night crawlers or leeches. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale. And she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Here is a podcast extra. Cameron Tate, he is a chef. He's a culinary instructor. He's a culinary outdoor writer. Um, He has many different hats. And a lot of the ones he wears is a chef hat for a lot of these different things. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. You know, it's that time of year. People are out catching fish, and they, they want to keep a couple to have have for a meal sometime. You know, a lot of times it might be at, at camp, at their cabin. 
at their camper or their camp camping, whatever it is, you know, they might want to cook up some of these fish and that's a perfect time to do it. A lot of the times people are going to be hosting little events, having family out, having other people are out. So they might have to make, you know, a little bigger meal than what they're used to. And we figured we'd have you come on and give us some recipe, give us some ideas. One of your specialties is creating recipes uh, and, giving people new ideas, new ways to cook the fish that we all love to catch. So if I'm out 4th of July weekend coming up here and I get a batch of fresh fish, say I got six people there, what am I going to do different? Something that they probably have never had before in the terms of cooking fish. You know, it's uh, a great question. You know, we, we all get off the water and, you know, we're all, you know, hungry and, you know, and, you know, having a few drinks and, you know, hopefully someone's cleaning the fish and everything. You know, I was, I was driving to, uh, it was an Ontario Lake last year and, uh, and we plan a trip every year and, uh, we were going lake trout fishing and there was walleye and everything, but I, I wanted to make a, a trout dish and there was six of us. So this actually pairs quite nicely. Um, as I was driving there and I just threw, you know, a bunch of things in my cooler and, you know, of what to cook and a lot of ingredients, they marry very well into say, you know, trout or walleye or perch or even pike. Um, I was, I was driving through Kenora and my son's next to me and I said, um, uh, what was it? A, um, let's do a trout dish with a coconut milk, and, and I had some mango in there. Let's do a mango coconut curry trout. And so he, him being my secretary, he'll take a note because as I'm driving and I'm bored, uh, <laughs> I want to create sometimes a, a dish, you know, based on just the ingredients that I have. Um, and the most important thing that I talk about all the time is having your prep done. So when you come off the water, <clears throat> everything is pretty much chopped life, you know, everything's ready to go. And so I made a, a very impromptu coconut curry uh, with mango trout dish. And I actually put that recipe in, in Fisherman's Magazine last, ooh, maybe in the spring. Mm. Um, and it, it's all about simple food and family style. You know, you can, you can make sort of a base vegetable and a little sauce, and then you just sort of plop your your fish in there and you cover it and you let it stew for, you know, like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And you take that whole thing and you just stick it right on top of the, uh, the dinner table and family style, especially, you know, when people are tired and hungry is the best way to go. Yep. Yep. You know, and, and Cameron, I know you have a pile, literally a pile of recipes that you've created for fish. Where can people go? And we'll may throw this out here at the end if we get a chance again. Um, there's there's not one more recipe I want to ask you about before before then. But where can people go to see all the recipes so they can get ideas? Well, my main um, contribution is to Outdoor Canada. I'm the food contributor there, uh, so outdoorcanada.ca slash recipes and I think I've got about maybe eight years you know of recipes on there Um, I also uh, contribute a little bit to In Fisherman 
And the other one that I contribute to is, you know, big Jim McLaughlin. Yep. Uh, he's out of Ontario. And so I write for his magazine as well. And I, I just do fish recipes for him. Um, and you know what I should do? I should send you, uh, I'm just thinking of some recipes that are perfect for summertime. Uh, I've got a white fish, uh, bacon wrapped burger recipe, which is amazing. Uh, I've got a black and catfish. Uh, salad, which is uh, great as well. So very much summer sort of oriented. And uh, one other dish that I, I really, really love, uh, I'll send you the link, and it's called Walai Kakiyagi. And oh. it's a Japanese. So just, just picture this. Thin strips of walleye, uh, and then you have red onions, carrots. Uh, what else did I put in there? Green onions. <clears throat> And you mix it all in a batter. So all the vegetables are really, really thin strips. And then you take a, a nice clump of that and you mix it into a tempura batter. And then you deep fry that, the whole thing with the vegetables and the fish and everything. It, it could be life-changing if you guys try it. it wow. It's got everything in there. It's crispy, crunchy uh, with the fish and the vegetables. Uh, it, it's a, a really great even uh, an appetizer yep and he um you know and like you said you you're better off if you can have the prep work done before when you come home clean that fish you know so that it's all ready but more importantly i think a lot of people right now you know next weekend is the holiday weekend if they're thinking of maybe trying something different they need to figure that out now so that when they get to their cabin they have all the ingredients there because having those ingredients is the first key so if if you get a chance to look at the website or at any of those recipes this week uh that would be great you know you had mentioned the salad we only got maybe a minute and a half left here you mentioned this salad. Is there, if people are cooking a brisket or pork roast or that kind of thing and they want to get some fish in there, can they make, is there a way to make like a walleye salad or a sunfish salad where they can still get some fish in there too in a salad? You know, this is funny that you're mentioning that. I'm scrolling in some of my past recipes and here's a recipe. Uh, it is a, a pita chip crusted walleye so you know those dried pita chips those sort of snack you know things yep. uh, snack bites yep um uh, and so anyways i took that and i gotta even look at the recipe so i just added some melted butter some pita chips and some parsley and i just sort of sprinkled that on some walleye fillet and then i did a pomegranate juice red wine vinegar salad i'm going to send you this recipe you might fall off your chair. <laughs> this is how delicious. That sounds great. <laughs> you know what? The simplicity of this pita chip crusted walleye. So you've got kind of a salty, you know, kind of like a, a fresh fish with an orange uh, spinach salad with heirloom tomatoes. I'm actually looking at the recipe right now with pomegranate seeds. Uh, it, it is so refreshing. It is so simple. And it literally just takes minutes to do. And you can copy it, you know, with different kinds of like, crust on there. But, you know, uh, crust, fish, salad, a little nice vinaigrette, and uh, people are going to be begging for more. That sounds amazing. All right, Cameron, tell us again where uh, people can find a good portion of your recipes. 
Uh, you know, uh, not just fish, but uh, game and, and everything that you can imagine is on OutdoorCanada.ca. Uh, just click on the recipe tab. There's uh, bear, there's elk, there is duck, there is pheasant, there's game hen, walleye, trout, recipes, perch recipes, everything that you can imagine. Uh, and a lot of the recipes that I make, yes, I'm a chef, but my goal is to be super simple and for people to look at the recipe and say, I can make that. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Cameron, for coming on Gone Outdoors. Well, it is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available. Ben, the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.